Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hello, everyone. It is July 1st. It's July 1st, and that means free agency has started. You're listening to the Locked On Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Philip Rosmerich. I am the editor of OrlandoMagicDaily.com, and we have finally made it to the beginning of free agency. I know I was up late last night following what was going on and seeing the early deals that were coming in and you know waiting to see what would happen. Uh, I was on actually a, a roundtable with other members of the Locked On Podcast Network, so be sure to check that out. Um, it was about an hour show that we did during the first hour of free agency. Uh, it is on the Locked On Magic Podcast uh, RSS feed, uh, so if you subscribe to us on iTunes, um, he, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, you, you should get, get that automatically. So be sure to, to check that out uh, uh, on the website. But we got a lot going on on the show today. Uh, the Magic have reportedly agreed to a deal with a new with a new point guard and are supposedly meeting with another guard uh, out in L.A. today. So I'll go into a little bit of that in just a moment. Uh, we also had the introduction for Serge Ibaka yesterday. Um, so I'll provide some thoughts on, on my initial impressions of Serge Ibaka. There's, there's also a, a bonus podcast for you on that as well. And then we'll complete our free agency focus with a look at the centers in this free agency class, a few of them already off the board uh, as free agency has begun. But first we got to talk about the big news for the Magic, and that is the Magic agreeing to terms on what looks to be a four-year deal with DJ Augustin. Uh, DJ Augustin last year was bounced between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Denver Nuggets. He, he struggled a little bit with the Thunder. They had him in a really, really, really condensed role um, with Oklahoma City last year. He he averaged only 15.3 minutes per game, struggled to shoot a little bit, and only scored 4.2 points per game. But when his minutes bumped up to 24 minutes in Denver, um, he really blossomed. You know, 40, uh, He shot... 54.1% effective field goal percentage, really good three-point shooter, 41.1%. Uh, he's a 37.4% three-point shooter for his career. Average 11.6 points per game and 4.7 assists per game. So to me, it's clear when you give Augustin the chance, he'll, he'll produce points. And as sort of a spark plug off the bench, that's all I'm really looking for. And so I think the Magic did a really good job here bringing in a guy that's a quality backup point guard in the, in the league, has, has been around a lot for a while. He was drafted in 2008, so he's been in the league now for, for eight years. So it's another veteran, another shooting. And this has been a theme that we've seen throughout this free agency already with who the Magic are targeting. They're targeting guys that have been in the league for a while. They're targeting guys that can shoot the ball. And they're targeting, you know, they're, they're, just, they're targeting players exactly like DJ Augustin. Um, as I've said on numerous occasions, I'm sure I said this during uh, the free agency focus on the point guards earlier this week. Uh, I know I said this on the Orlando Magic Daily podcast episode I, I recorded with Zach Oliver a few days ago and published yesterday. Um, the point guard to me was a, was a big need. I thought they needed to bring in a veteran point guard, someone who can push Alfred Payton in practice but not take over his job. I don't think DJ Augustin is a starting point guard. He started... Two, two seasons in his career, they were not good seasons. One of them, I believe, was the, the, the vaunted Charlotte Bobcats uh, season that was a complete disaster. Uh, so 
to me, the Magic did a good job here bringing in a backup point guard, a guy who's a clear backup, clearly can play in the league and can clearly contribute immediately and help the team improve. Uh, you know, I've, I've had some talks with some people, and, and this idea keeps coming back to me about what exactly the Magic are trying to do in free agency this year. And to me, it feels like they're trying to kind of hedge their bets. Um, the big free agents that they're going after are not the big, big names. A lot of people have talked about Chandler Parsons. Uh, while there are still reports out there that the Magic are interested, or that he's at least interested in the Magic, I'm not 100% sure that the interest is reciprocated, at least not at the level that Parsons is, is going to get paid. Uh, reportedly, Portland has already offered him a max deal in their meeting last night, uh, and I don't know if the Magic are going to be able to match. I don't know if the Magic are willing to match that, and I'm not 100% sure that even if they do, that Parsons doesn't pick Portland over Orlando anyway. I'm, I mean, I, I think he'd be a really good fit in that offense for, for the Trailblazers. So with, with Parsons off the board, you know, do you, do you throw your money at Harrison Barnes, who it looks like Golden State's going to be doing whatever it takes to match um, as long as they stay in the Kevin Durant race? I mean, what, what do you do with the Magic? And so, you know, I know it disappoints fans because everyone, wants, everyone has big hopes and dreams in free agency, but it really feels like to me the Magic are trying to fill in some gaps with, with their roster, build some depth, and make it so, kind of like with, with some of those Indiana teams, honestly, and really maybe even more similar to Boston, they're trying to just have this constant attack of quality players that they can put on the floor in a number of different combinations, and whoever's playing the best is going to be the one that finishes it. It could be very much a by-committee team. Um, I mean, honestly, sort of like the Heart and Hustle team of 2000. I mean, that was a bunch of guys that were that just worked hard and you knew some guys had to finish because they were just more consistent and better, but it didn't matter who finished that, that those games. They, they found a way to win and, and patch together lineups that worked. Um, it, it's, this team's obviously going to be a little bit different. Uh, Augustin reportedly signed a four-year deal, so you know it's, it, it's not like they're, they're going to dump all these guys uh, like everyone knew they were going to do with the Heart and Hustle team. But at the same time, you know, being able to have depth, constantly bring a wave of guys in, you know, play a strong second and fourth quarter, have guys maybe a little bit fresher later in the game uh, to, to finish things off. That was something, that's not a luxury the Magic have had since this rebuild began. So maybe going after some smaller pieces is the way to go, go for this team to accomplish its goal, you know, knowing that you've got Serge Ibaka back there as, as a backstop defensively. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of this roster gets put together. There's still a lot, lot to go on. Uh, the Magic are reportedly in Los Angeles today to meet with Jamal Crawford. Um, it, it's, it, you know, it's certainly a, uh, a, a an interesting idea and an interesting signing, uh, but we'll see if the Magic can, can impress him enough to, to bring the sixth man of the year in. Uh, again, another older guy, can shoot, can score, can do a lot of things, but uh, still some questions about him. And then, of course, and then also the Magic are reportedly interested in Jeff Green, a, a versatile defender, a guy who's disappointed offensively. Some people really believe in his talent. Some people don't. I think he kind of is what he is in this league. But every team needs a guy like Jeff Green that just does a lot of the dirty things. Um, him and Corliss Williamson together, you know, it'll be hard to tell the two apart with, with, with their playing styles and then how they played. And, of course, Corliss Williamson is, is an assistant coach now. But uh, um, it'll be interesting to see who else the Magic go after. Obviously, it's the first day of free agency. There's still a lot to go on, and, and we'll keep track of it as we go. Uh, but the big story yesterday for the Orlando Magic was introducing Serge Ibaka uh, to the media um, yes, yesterday uh, afternoon. They 
uh, brought Ibaka in Wednesday night, um, had had dinner with him, you know, got him, it was first kind of face-to-face with, with the Magic, the team that acquired him, and uh, the, the message was, was pretty clear in a lot of ways that, that Ibaka was excited for this opportunity in Orlando. It, it felt, he felt, I think he said at one point that it felt like this was seven years in the making for him. This was a, um, an opportunity for him to, to expand his role and do all the things he did in Oklahoma City plus more and really show off who he is as a player. And there was some, you know, there was a question about the contract situation and he said, you know, that doesn't matter to me. If, if I make the playoffs, if we make the playoffs, that will, that will take care of things itself. And so, to me, the big impression from Serge Ibaka was just the excitement over the opportunity that, that was going to be here for, for him. Man, it feels good, man. Um, I'm going to lie to you, it feels good. Now I feel like my first year again in the league, you know, you know that excited. And, um, yeah, and I'm looking for, for I'm looking for, and it's a new challenge. It's, it's, I know it's not going to be easier, you know, but... That's how we, we become great when you when you you know you try to beat your your the, the, the challenges in front of you. So and like I said, I'm, I'm so happy to be here as a young team, you know, and hungry. And like coach say, we're gonna try to put some defense mindset over here, and you know, and and my goal with this team is to make the playoff uh, the next season's coming. So we're looking for. Those are lofty goals, and, and a big part of the risk in, in taking on the Ibaka deal was banking that Ibaka was being held back somehow in Oklahoma City, that, that he could be more on both ends of the floor, really, than he was uh, with the Thunder the last year. Uh, he did you know, address his numbers decreasing. He said, you know, block shots isn't everything. I'm still doing a lot of things defensively. I'm playing more on the perimeter more. I can guard positions one through five. And a big takeaway as well from this is just how much focus is going to be put on the defensive end. Obviously, you don't hire a coach like Frank Vogel without having that focus on defense. Uh, and I think that's going to ring true throughout this, throughout this upcoming season. The Magic are going to be a defensive-minded team. They're going to be stingy. They're not going to let teams score. And again, I, I sensed this last week when Vogel was talking about the deal, and I sensed it again today or yesterday during the press conference, they're really excited to have Serge Ibaka on this team. They're really excited about what he can bring to the defense and, and just how he can transform the team. It's not that they don't like Nikola Vucevic, and this is going to quickly, I mean, it's quickly turned on Twitter to a Ibaka versus Vucevic argument, and, and they can play together. Don't get me wrong, they can play together. I, I, I think I'm in the minority here in thinking that Ibaka is better as a five in this league, especially with Aaron Gordon there. But Ibaka and Vucevic can play together. But what Vucevic brings you defensively, you can teach him angles, you can teach him anticipation, you can teach him some of these things. It's never going to be what Ibaka can bring you. And I think they believe Ibaka can turn them into an elite defense. Uh, it's yet to be seen whether they, they do that. Whether they do that. Um, and, and certainly it's a big challenge ahead of them. We all recognize that they need to make some additions in free agency still. Um, they still need to try and, uh, and improve the team in a lot of different ways, particularly in the backcourt now without, without kind of a consistent creator and scorer. They're relying on Aaron Gordon to take another step up. They're relying on Mario Hazonia to take another step up. They're relying on Alfred Payton to take another step up. They're banking on re-signing Evan Fournier, which of course is completely in their control. Uh, but Ibaka does change a lot of what they do defensively. And again, they're also expecting Ibaka to take a step up. So... A lot of a lot of uncertainty involved, and 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 I get that, and I think that's okay at this point. 
uh, but still a lot of opportunity as well. And so I, I was I was impressed by Ibaka by you know getting to interact with Ibaka for the first time and and seeing him speak to the media uh, as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things go. He said he literally flew in Wednesday night. Uh, to meet with the team. Uh, it looked like he was wearing a hat he bought at the airport during the press conference. Uh, he's also wearing an Orlando United shirt. Um, Hen- uh, Ibaka said that he, he specifically asked Rob Hennigan if he could wear one to the press conferences to show of unity with, with the community. So, uh, you know, this everything I've heard and read about this guy is, is he's a really, really good dude, really good person, someone that you want in your organization. And so the Magic seemed very, very happy to get him. Uh, to close out the show, I'm going to talk real fast about the the free agent centers. Um, not the strongest free agency class of centers, and not a huge need for the Magic either. So it, it, it's not something that I think we need to go too deep into. Um, like I said, I think Ibaka can play center. You've got Nikola Vucevic there, so I think your, your two centers are pretty set, um, or at least you have two centers pretty set. You need to add maybe a backup center. Um, for a little bit of depth, you've got Steven Zimmerman, the second-round pick, uh, on the bench as well. Someone who, someone who, you know, you don't really know what he can do, uh, but but he can certainly contribute a little bit as well. So I think when I'm looking at this free agency market with centers, I'm not looking for a starter. They've got they've got their starting center in Vucevic or Baca, whoever you want it to be. Um, there's still some rumors out there that the Magic will will try and get a meeting with Al Horford and try and pursue Al Horford. Uh, he fits definitely. Um, he'd push at least he'd push Vucevic to the bench probably, but a Horford Ibaka, you know, pairing would would be a good pairing, and, and that'd certainly be a big splash for this team, and, and one they could certainly still make. Although I don't think about I don't think Horford's gonna gonna sign with the Magic over some of the teams that are chasing him. So you look at backup centers. Um, yesterday in the power forwards, I I profiled Jan Mahimi a little bit. I think he'd be a really ideal backup center guy who can block shots a little bit, play some disciplined defense, just kind of be steady uh, as well. I think bringing back Dwayne Dedman is a very real possibility. They, they obviously extended him a qualifying offer for a reason. Um, he's a great, he's a good shot blocker. He's, he's got to learn some defensive discipline a little bit, just become a little bit more consistent. So price is going to matter with him. I, I like that the Magic offered the qualifying offer, made him a restricted free agent, and, and they'll be able to assess his market and determine if he's worth, uh, worth matching and, and bringing back in. Um, other free agents on this list, though, are are not going to be good, and already the market's kind of gone crazy. I mean, Joachim Noah, the deal Joachim Noah signed a four-year, I think it's $76 million deal. Uh, Timothy Mozgov got four-year, $64 million. I, I can't even imagine what Festus Azili is going to make, knowing that uh, a lot of teams are going to want him and they'll have to overpay to, to get him uh, away from Golden State as, as, a, as a restricted free agent. Um, I've had some people ask me about Roy Hibbert as a possible backup center. I I think Roy Hibbert just doesn't fit the NBA anymore. Um, he, he's he's just not fast enough. I mean, there was a time when his verticality mattered and he could kind of stay in the paint, but pick and rolls are so important, even coming off the bench, that, that I think his time has really passed. I would say the same for a guy like Nene, who I really like. I think he can still contribute in the league, and he might be worth throwing a, a one- or two-year deal at. Uh, but it feels like his time in the NBA has passed. That, that those kind of centers just don't succeed in the NBA anymore. Uh, there, there just aren't a lot of those guys. Um, you know, maybe you throw a qualifying offer at Boban Marjanovic, uh, or you throw an offer at Boban Marjanovic and see if the Spurs match him. Boban is still very, very raw um, at the end of the day. So the, the center options are, I mean, literally, that's, I'm looking at this list on Basketball Insiders. Um, Jeff Withey. Might be an interesting prospect as, as kind of a shot blocker. Again, 
uh, uh, an interesting guy. Um, the Magic have, have shown some interest in Cole Aldrich, apparently another guy who could be an interesting backup center option, um, relatively cheap. Uh, but, it, I mean, it looks like the Magic could very well just bring back Dwayne Denman and kind of roll with what they have. Uh, Jason Smith, I think, is still very much an option depending on the price he comes at. He can play both four or five positions, so that positional versatility allows them to do some different things with their lineup. I know a lot of people got tired of seeing a Smith-Vucevic front court. Um, it worked on occasion. Uh, a Smith-Abaka front court, I think, would, would really work um, in, in secondary units as well. So, you know, maybe you bring back a Jason Smith. Um, I, I think it's a very real possibility that, that – Smith or Deadman or both could be back on the Magic uh, next year, depending on the price that they go for. So it, definitely an interesting uh, interesting group. I hope uh, the, the free agent focus set that I've done this week has, has helped kind of clarify who's out there. Um, I know I did mention DJ Augustin in my point guard episode, so I'm glad I, I snuck him in there. Um, we'll have all the recaps of the all the previews of the free agency classes up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com this weekend. I've been a little bit behind. Uh, point guards should be up by now. Uh, power forwards will will follow, and then uh, the centers will be sometime this weekend as, as I get the chance to write. I've, I've got some other things i got to get to as well uh, when it comes to free agency, when it comes to summer league, and then when it comes to just, just breaking down this roster um, in full as well. Uh, so that will do it for today's episode of the Locked On Magic Podcast. A uh, quick reminder, Summer League does start this weekend. Um, as I was walking out of the Amway Center from the press conference, the Magic Summer League team was walking in. So the coaching staff's already hard at work. I mean, in that press conference, Chad Forcier, Corliss Williamson, and, and David Edelman all walked in. They were in their they were in their sweats. They were in their, you know, their t-shirt and, and, and workout jean, workout uh, pants, uh, gym shorts, uh, getting ready for summer league practice. So um, you know, there's there's still some, you know, we'll get we'll get a hint of what the Magic are trying to do. Uh, offensively and defensively in summer league, not not a full picture, obviously, but but definitely a hint of what they're going to try and do. Um, not a lot of players that we need to be keeping a close eye on, uh, but it'll still be an interesting experience. And so I'll have uh, recaps and, and notes from summer league throughout the week. Next week I'll be at the Amway Center um, for all all six days now. Of is it six days or seven days? Summer league's too long. I'll be at the Amway Center for the entirety of of the Orlando summer league um, in Orlando uh, and. Uh, That'll be a big focus as, uh, in addition to free agency continuing. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed the second week of the Locked On Magic podcast. We're continuing to grow. The Locked On Podcast Network is fantastic. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to the Locked On Magic podcast. You can also, I believe, subscribe to the Locked On Podcast Network as a whole. Get episodes from all the diff- all, a lot of teams around the league. Um, like I said, we did a roundtable yesterday um, during the first hour of free agency. That's up on the Locked On Magic podcast uh, feed as well, so be sure to check that out. You'll hear from Jay King of Locked On Celtics. You'll hear from Locked On Thunder. You'll hear from uh, Locked On Pelican, from Brett Dawson of Locked On Pelicans, and, and uh, of course, David Locke of Locked On Jazz as well, hosting hosting this and, and kind of spearheading the network as well. Uh, really great project. I'm really excited to be a part of, part of this. I've gotten some great feedback. I really appreciate, appreciate you guys for that. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, five stars would be nice. Four stars, I'll still like you. Three stars, we may never talk again. But be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Feel feel free to contact me too at omagicdaily on Twitter or at omagicdaily at gmail.com. Let me know what I can be doing better on this show. Uh, send mailbag questions. I'll, I'll, I'm going to try and do a weekly mini mailbag as well, and I'll save a few uh, for the website too. Uh, on orlandomagicdaily.com. You can always follow me at omagicdaily on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I'll probably be back Monday for an Independence Day uh, for, for an Independence Day edition of the Locked On Magic podcast. 
Uh, until then, have a great weekend, everyone, uh, and happy free agency. We'll, we'll talk to you Monday. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.